Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I are in shock. I'm extremely upset. Dear Ann Landers, my son got married in the Dear Ann Landers, very happy to hear that his wife is working on a Dear Ann she thinks she's way She had to get married. Dear Pod. Dad used to sneeze, and it would echo throughout the entire house, and literally scared the living shit out of me. We would eat, we would eat, and I, w- I would try not to talk to my dad when I was eating dinner. So I'm like really focused on my plate. Why? And then my dad would sneeze, and so they'd have to peel you up. Literally, like the, it'd be like. Rah! And I literally, like, I like, I could just feel like the sweat dripping down from my head all the way down my chest. I'm like, oh my god! And now, the older I get, the more that my sneezes are turning into that. And Marcus is like, you really don't have to sneeze like that. See, you, you don't, don't have to. You, you have, have the power. And I'm like, I don't think I can. Because anyone, that, you know, when people used to like swallow their sneeze and you're just waiting for the back of their head to fucking explode yes. on the wall. Or they shit themselves. It's got to yeah, come out like, another way. Like they do it and you're just like three, two, one. <laughs> out the back. Like, what is that? I can do it. That's not right. It's not even that big. It was always like a. <laughs> yeah, it's like all their money. It's like a glottal stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I always admired the ability to do that. Why? When because you I get let really angry. know that you're present. Watch out! <laughs> so aggressive Excuse me. Excuse in the sound of it. If somebody is listening to this podcast while they're driving, I would have just driven off the road. <laughs> it's so aggressive. Holy shit. It's so, oh, it goes right but, to my ass. But everyone, <laughs> everyone, I'm sure has someone when they're like, that's not... I used Everybody to, is a scream sneezer in their family, and I get angry at mine. When I used to work at my old company, there was a girl that sneezed. We had rows of desks, and you couldn't see the person in front of you. And she sneezed. Oh, in the typewriter pool. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. And she would sneeze, and it was like one of those sneezes where you're like, that's just, like I would turn to someone, <gasps> like, that's fucking gross. Because you know, like her screen is probably like covered. In, oh, it's like, like a TV snot, sneeze. Like, <laughs> like just like that kind of like. <laughs> You know, like you can almost hear it like splat against yes, the screen. Yes. You're like, eh, like each and every time she did it, I just like instinctually just like hit like the sanitizer on my desk. Like, I mean, I know I'm like three rows away, but I'm like, that's like some outbreak shit. I'm like, it we're is. all gonna die. Here. Like, that started with a monkey, and yeah. then. <laughs> And the the sad thing is she's like, hi, I'm Nicole. Nice to meet you. Welcome to. (laughs) 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 The worst, one of the, I would say the top five worst experiences of my life all have happened on New Jersey transit. And the worst was that I was going home late one night and I, I just sort of had my head just a little bit tilted to the side. I was sitting by one of the windows and there was a guy behind me fully sneezed, did not cover his mouth. And for some reason, the trajectory of the sneeze lurched him forward. So he sneezed (laughs) through the seats and it went in my mouth. It went in my mouth. And I was like, I I was ready to, no, I was, cause I was like, I was like, like my mouth was like maybe a little bit split open. It was like tilted to the left and he was sitting behind me. But of course he had to sneeze and lean forward and sneeze like 
right near the window. So it was almost like it bounced off the window in, into my mouth. And right there, I was like, oh, Snot that's rocket, it. corner pocket. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> I, uh, I have the plague. And sure enough, Doesn't I don't have like, any bleach on this train. Oh, my God. I really was like, if I could rip my face <laughs> off right now, I would. I thought that's the only way to get through this. I want to rip my mouth out of my face. That's gross. Hi, how was your week? Great. Give me details. Did anything major happen? Um, <clears throat> yes. I got my first spray tan and I don't What's think happening ever, to you? I don't know. I will never do that again. I did it once and it rubbed off on my sheets. I waited six hours. I now look like, like I, you know, when you like, uh, play with crayons and then all of a sudden like your hands are covered in crayon. That's what I, or like, I like that you say this, like I just did this last week. <laughs> you know, when you're playing with crayons, just stop right there. And by crayons, I meant markers. Well, I don't know, but I know when I did my spirograph last week, <laughs> it just it gets everywhere. It's messy. Remember craypaws? I don't know what that is. Have we talked about this before? What are craypaws? Craypaws are like a, a greasy oil-based, uh, I guess you could say crayon. No, is but it like it's an like art thing? yeah, it's an art thing. I was never good at art, but I had cray paws because I like the feeling of them. Mm, no, no paws. No, I'm not. No, I'm not making that up. Cray paws. I was thinking about paws eggs also because of mm. you know the holiday past. I well, like I guess we that. can't talk about Easter because by this point it'll be way gone. Yeah, mm. and, I mean, what is Easter anyway? Wait, so you got a spray tan? So I got a spray tan, and you don't look like it. Because I couldn't wait for this shit to, like, when they're like, okay, now you can't shower for six hours. I'm like, six hours? How often do you shower? I'm like. You're so lucky I took a shower today. Six hours? I'm like, so you have yeah. to walk around like, you, you're like, like you've slept at Penn Station for seven days. That's what the spray tan feels like. But why would you need to shower? Do you, How often do you shower? What are you, Catholic? Well, if, I'm gonna Every go, <laughs> if I'm going to go out later, I don't want to, that feeling of like crap all over me. Well, do you average two showers a day? Mm-mm, yeah. What? Yeah. You are such a homosexual. I wake up and I shower and then I go to the gym and I shower. Every day? Yeah. I don't always shower after the gym. Excuse me? I think I'm a dude. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> well, it depends That's... on how hard you work out. Okay. Do you always sweat so much that you're like, I got to scrape the crap off me? Where are you working out? Are you working out at the gym? Yes. Are you in the shower because... Because I'm sweating. And partially because all of my t-shirts that I wear to the gym now smell like a rotting pumpkin. That is my default smell. Oh my God, I know. I do agree with that. I need to burn all of my clothes. I don't know how to get rid of it. But they're all my favorite t-shirts. This is totally an ad. Wouldn't that be great if we suddenly dovetailed into like an ad for Tide Workout? There there has to be a specific soap out there for workout clothes that defunctifies them. But I don't think it actually works. And I really... I guess I fucked up. I'm not a very good gay by not having my own like workout clothes. One person told me, and we know who this person is, but I'm not going to say who it is. Chuck Ragsdale. No. Um, Can and I out them? No. <laughs> so I came. I was like, uh, I was like about to go to the to the gym. And they're like, Oh, is that what you're wearing to the gym? I'm like, <gasps> yeah. Oh, you just you just kind of like roll out and just go like that. And I'm like, mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing like I don't know, like workout shorts and a. No, it's not cute enough. Probably like a I don't know, Peanuts Gang T-shirt. Oh no, done and, it, and, and not it's like, ironically. Oh, you just don't really have like an outfit to go. On. I'm like an outfit to oh, go to God. the fucking gym. 
This is gay culture, though. Like, does any like I'm probably not going to look good struggling, sweating at the gym. So I know I don't have a cute. First of all, I don't know. I think I'd, I think it'd be I would feel more ridiculous if I had an outfit like I was like Ann Jillian and It's a Living with an outfit. Yes, and a belted uh, leotard or belted unitard and um, leg warmers, mm-hmm. headband, wristbands, yeah. full tilt. Oh, please. In New Jersey, women work out with earrings. How? Full hoops. It, it gives me a heart attack. Like, because I go to the gym looking like crap. I don't, I don't, you know, care. Except for that one time that I joined Equinox for about six months until I went broke. Mm-hmm. And every time I showed up at Equinox, I was like, I have got to deliver on my look. There are some people who just get dressed and walk around. I'm not going to lie. I was one of those people who got dressed up to go there and get a smoothie and leave. I don't understand that. I don't understand people that come to the gym that have clearly just sprayed perfume or cologne. And then they're like, I'm just going to get on that treadmill next to you. No, you're not. You're going to get the fuck off that treadmill. You're going to go to the shower. You're going to do a silkwood shower and you're going to come back out and you're going to smell like a normal fucking human being. Good for them for actually getting on a treadmill because I watched mine just walk around and touch things and then leave. Like they'll arrange the weights, but they won't ever get on the machine. I don't know. And then you'll go over and be like, are you using that? This is why I do classes, but the classes, oh, the classes. I don't do classes. Like soul, I did soul cycle once and I was like, this is bullshit. I'm I just crying did it for it. the very first time okay. yesterday. Then let's discuss this for a quick second because All what right. irks me is that I feel like I didn't actually get a workout. I only sweat because somebody was inside me. The bikes are so close together that I literally was That's like, exciting. well, I cheated. Oh. <laughs> and this happened. And they go around screaming in your face and there's an altar with candles. And the my mother in me says, those things are going to burn this place down. Where are the nearest exits? <laughs> and I was so far away from one. And they're always screaming in your face, are you crushing it or killing it? And everybody around me was yelling too. I feel like if you committed murder, you could confess to it in a soul cycle class because nobody would hear it. You know those points when they're like, just shout out what you're not proud of. And they're like, I killed a guy in Muskegon. I don't know what soul cycle class you went to. A New Jersey soul cycle class. I went to the one on 60th and West End. What would they confess to? It was, I was, I literally like, I... I took my dog for a walk. I'm like, I gotta go to Soul Cycle. I signed up. I signed up. I gotta go. I gotta was it a free class? And I was so anxious. I mean, I was like, <laughs> Did you shit on the bike? I mean, <laughs> I was but I was so, I'm like, because everyone's like, Oh my god, that's terrible. You're gonna hate it. And I really like when people tell me what I'm gonna like, what I'm gonna, not gonna like, because you have to go the opposite. Because they're usually wrong anyway. Yeah. So I, Marcus is like, uh, What? Are you, why are you so nervous? I just. It's been so long since I've been to a class. You're nervous to go to Soul Cycle. <laughs> I was so nervous. Also, because the last time I took any kind of class like this was before I like horrible so- uh, shoulder surgery because I had a 360 degree labral tear in my arm, <gasps> duct taped to my chest for. Two Ew! Months. How did you do that? To go going to a class at Equinox. Are you kidding me? Was <laughs> no. it was it CrossFit? It was a kettlebell class. There you go. Of like 75 people. And I'm like, and I, we did something. I'm like, ah, that's it. I'm <gasps> going to put goes. that down. I'm out. And then after that, I, I'm like, that, you know, I iced it and I felt a little bit better. And then I went into personal training right after that. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Anyway, oh, I feel so you though. Back to Soul Cycle. So okay. I go to Soul Cycle and I, I'm like, it, thinking that there'd be like a gazillion gay men there. It is entirely women. Yep. 
And they're all angry. The instru- the instructor is about 90 feet tall. Ooh. And Why do I keep saying ooh? I don't know. And he could not have been nicer. And I was just like, the whole time I'm like waiting for like someone to come in and rip my throat out and like set me on fire. And I was able to do the entire class partially because I did a pre-class the day before at my other gym. And I just like did a, my own spin class for about an hour yeah. to prep. <laughs> Well, you're, you were this <laughs> nervous about going to a soul cycle class. You went to therapy. You talked about it. You were like, I'm thinking about soul cycle. Yeah. And your therapist is like, okay, here's what you're going to have to do. And then I asked him questions when I was done. He's like, wow, you, I'm, no one really asked me questions afterwards. I'm like, so. Usually these women are so angry. They just go right back out and, and have to relieve their nannies. They're like, I got to get out of here. So I'll probably be going back. No, I don't think it's a good workout. I feel unsafe. Then you're not doing it right. I don't think they're doing it right. Well, I a call lot of girls take the seats off. <laughs> and, then just and then they just go up and down on the rod. <laughs> oh, that explains it. Yeah. I've but been then they soul replace cycling it. wrong. Yeah. yeah, then it's awkward. There's yeah. not enough. You know when they make you clean the seats off at the end? They actually just go in and burn the room. <laughs> they bring in a young <laughs> priest and an old priest. They replace all of the... They're like, all right, well, this was fun. We're going to close for a week while we replace all of the bikes. <laughs> so are you really going to... I don't, I don't feel safe when they're like, jump out and dance from side to side. And I'm like, no. and then somebody like grazed me and I can't have somebody touch me when I'm working out. Well, I... I guess like I strategically picked Easter weekend because I'm like, who the hell is going to go to a soul cycle class on Easter morning? Oh, you bet these bitches first in line. And it was like. He has prim- risen and so have I. <laughs> primarily empty. <laughs> so then I picked my bike so that I always go in the back row because I, I need to see and I don't like anyone behind me in case Smart. I just don't look good from behind. Oh my God. This so is I what it's that. come to. Yeah. But wait, don't you have to have like. People get very intense about their bikes and their assignments and where they need to be and what they need to be near. Yeah. Then they, then they're going to come to someone that's going to put them in their place because I don't give a flying fuck where you sit (laughs) or what you need to be by or what you need to touch. But that is, this is not the place for that. That's at your own fucking home. I want to see one woman come up against you. One waspy woman that she's like, I'm usually bike 36. Yeah. And I was born straight. And guess what? Things just didn't turn out that way. (laughs) So take your ass to bike 12 with your (laughs) vitamin water that's full of calories. While you're at it, why don't you dig up my dad and talk to him about how he raised me. All right? Now shut up and sit on number seven where you belong. And then the teacher comes in. Are you crushing it or killing it? I fucking killed her. (laughs) I killed her. (laughs) I did it and I left her body by the side of the road. Pick up the bike and smash (laughs) them. There was a a story. (laughs) And then put the whole place on fire with their fucking (laughs) scented candles. Do not go over that candle. Candle. Not the Yankee candle. Oh my God. <laughs> alert, he alert. The he the abort, abort. The apple blossom <laughs> fell over. Oh my God. It smells like French vanilla and death. <laughs> I dropped my urine. The soul cycle. That's why they have the skull and crossbones. This is where you can come to confess your kills. Because <laughs> you know those bitches killed somebody. Come on. Some woman in there is like, I slowly murdered my husband with arsenic poisoning. Over the course of months. Because women kill slowly. 
so that we don't get caught. I feel like the oxygen network at this point is a how-to guide on how to kill your husband. Pretty much. Don't you think? So I'm just going to say outright. All right. Hi, I am Morgan Freeman. (laughs) And I am Morgan Fairchild. And welcome to the Morgans. (laughs) We hung out with a master distiller of a of a very bougie scotch last night. Oh. I don't want to brag. I don't even want to say names because I don't want to drag him down to hell with me. You but mean- let's just say we did a, a, a tasting and this morning it, it felt like somebody punched me in the liver. Mm. But I was like, oh, if you have a Scottish accent, I'll do pretty much anything. Erin, would you like to go to a soul cycle class with me? That's not Scottish. That is not remotely... I'm so sorry. I think that's, I think that's Irish. Is, you know how you have words that you can use to get into your accents? Like, um, if I was doing Australian, I always had to say, there's nothing wrong with the bidet, you see? And then I can't, I could only do an Australian accent. That's Australian? Yeah, yeah, yes. There's nothing wrong with the bidet, you see? I don't think that, I don't know what that is. It's a kid. Is it? It's an Australian child. I can't give you backstory on it. I don't have it, but. Um, but then what do you say to get into a, uh, wait, what does Sean Connery say? Uh, well, what I like about this Scottish the guy, the rapist, oh my God, yes. What I love about this Scottish guy, the master distiller, is that whenever he's putting together a new blend of scotch for this company, he opens up the bung, which made me laugh because I'm a fifth grader. Sure. And he takes out a dram of it. And he, he looks at it and he starts talking to it. And he's like, first you look at the scotch and then you say, hello. And then you get a little closer to it. You take a, a sniff of the scotch. You, you swirl it around and you say, you're a bitch. You're a dirty bitch. And then you take a sip of the scotch and you're like, yes, open up to me. It's okay. I killed a man in Muskegon. <laughs> no. I never took a soul cycle class in my life, but you're a bitch. You're a dirty liquid bitch. I'm going to put you in my mouth. I'm going to swirl you around. This, and I'm really gonna put you, this really happened. Like he talks to it like it's a dirty. Well, at least in my interpretation, yeah, I'm sure yes. what he actually said was, I smell it and I say hello. But what I heard was, you're a bitch. You're a dirty. Open up Make to me. love to my tongue. Come on. I'm going yeah, to throw you nose. in my mouth. I'm going to swirl you around like the bitch you are. Look at what you're wearing. Now, we, now he's a pirate. Look at what Oh my God. I heard somebody sneeze today like they were a pirate. <laughs> they went, <laughs> I fully expected to turn around and see a guy with a peg leg. <laughs> Sorry about it, it's my parrot. Oh, he flew away. Where are my doubloons? What are doubloons? It's what they, it's the, the, the gold coins they collect. Just make that up. No, it's a doubloon. <laughs> no, it's a doubloon. <laughs> now we're back to Scottish. Oh, you're a dirty doubloon. You're a dirty little doubloon. You're gonna open yourself up to me, and then I'm gonna put you in my mouth. Doubloon. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna sell you for three hundred dollars a bottle. You stupid bitch. You chum. 
(laughs) Whenever I improvise in Scottish, I feel I get hot. I'm actually physically warm right now. I thought you were going to get... No, not in a sexy way. Oh, 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 I'm getting so fucking hard smelling that whiskey (laughs) nose. I'm going to put you in my nose. I'm going to put you all the way up in my nose. Shove it right in my fucking nose. It's not the usual hole that you put things in. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, false alarm. Does anybody have any sausage? Oh, should we actually read something? Yeah. So uh, here's the thing this week. Mm. So uh, we go back in time and we read vintage advice column letters from ladies like Dear Abby and Ann Landers and the like. Mm. Dot, dot, dot. We've got other people coming down the pike, competitors to Dear Abby and Ann Landers like Dear Meg and Dear Beth. Who's Beth? What a basic name. Beth. You know when she came on the scene, Ann Landers was like, Beth? Really? Who trusts a woman named Beth? Betty, maybe, but Beth, never. Barely trust Abby. I barely trust myself. <laughs> I look in the mirror and I say, you're going to steal something from you today. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Oh, it's me. Oh, it's me. I have to tell you about Lori Cooper if you haven't seen my video of Lori Cooper from Real Housewives. Did you see that stupid video? (laughs) She's my favorite new person in the world. I don't know what you're talking about because they don't watch the show. Exactly. And it's not meant for people who don't, but you still laughed, didn't you? Oh, aren't we so smart? You're like one of those people who were like, oh, I don't have a TV in my house. Aren't I smarter than you? I'd rather use my time reading books. Dick. Great. So we read vintage um, we read vintage advice columns out loud. We read the letters. We read the responses, the dry responses. We sort of break them apart. We definitely make fun of them. Um, but I also feel like our next evolution mm-hmm. is to take advice questions from the listening audience. The listening audience being my Me. mother. Oh, oh. <laughs> My mother's going to write in and be like, dear people who I don't know because I can't figure out how to do podcasts. This is your mother. What do you do when your daughter is touched? What? <laughs> Not touched like that. Oh. <laughs> what do right. you do when your daughter pursues a career in comedy and you can't sleep nights? Love me. So Why is she concerned about that? She's always concerned about that. I think she's been worrying about me before I was even born. I think I was a fetus and she's like, oh, I don't know. So what I think that we should do in this next, in the coming weeks, Mm -hmm. you know, um, is start taking advice questions from people who happen to be listening. And, but let's be really specific. What we're reading to you are ridiculous requests because this comes from a different, simpler time when like the most complicated thing that you needed to know was, should I shave above the knee? I don't really think that they're that ridiculous, though. I think there are some things that people like, you know, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have their little smartphone. They actually enjoyed the day. They could, you know, look both ways Mm -hmm. when crossing the street. You know, it was like they didn't have all this other crap. They could actually experience the world as in real time. And then they needed someone else to solve it. Right. Or they were just waiting for the Encyclopedia Britannica to show up. And then like, oh, this is wonderful. Now I know like what to do. But this is like, you know, some of these are like marriage questions. There are sex questions that are in code. I love, some of them are not even in code anymore. I when mean, you reach a certain year, they're like, I'm out with it. Yeah. I want to know about anal. Yeah. 
I want to be punch fucked by my husband, but will it hurt? What if he misses? <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> things, things like that. I don't know. Um, Years later, I'll go to Soul Cycle and I'll scream about it in a room with a bunch of other white women. We've secretly replaced all their bike seats with fists. Let's see if anyone notices. <laughs> this seems familiar. Steve? This was the best class I've ever had. Huh. Wow. He really shouldn't he really shouldn't clip his nails next time. Can I say ooh? Can I say ooh to that one? I think you can. I think, I think I'd lean in. I have to close this blue nun thing because it keeps staring at me. Mm. Uh yeah. Well then let's do you want to open it up? What do you think? I want I mean, to open it up to the people. I want yeah, to see I, what I they I guess that was just to... a point of clarification that you They're know, not all ridiculous. They do run the range of like in the in the time when you could not talk about this openly. Right. There is one woman or two women or and then it bred the whole right. subsect of the Beths and the Megs and things like that where you could write in. You'd have to wait three weeks and you better hope that your letter is chosen. I hope that. Yeah. She was getting thousands of letters. This is just astounding. Like people are just like, God, I hope I hear something. Wouldn't you love to see the original letters? They've got to be archived somewhere. It must be beautiful handwriting because everyone back then had beautiful handwriting. Because you had to learn cursive. Yeah. Do you have to learn cursive anymore? I don't have any idea. When was the last time you used cursive? I use it all the time. Why? Because it's I had like a half cursive, a half print. I'm just, my friend in high school and college, his handwriting was like, what? We went to the same grade school and high school and college. And let me tell you, my handwriting doesn't look like that. My handwriting looks like if I were a doctor in a helicopter and I was writing a letter. Oh, That's what my handwriting looks you like. You got the handwriting of a serial killer. <laughs> Mine is, the only thing that I write cursive is my, uh, I almost just signature. said autograph. Who do I think I am? Who do you think you are? My signature. But I, you know, I worked on my autograph. <clears throat> I put a lot of work into creating what is my now signature. Oh. I mean, I was 12. I recently changed it, but... Oh, I could never change it. Yeah. No, this is in a groove in my brain, and I'm done. Okay. Well, the way I, I practice it at Dwayne Reed. I used to sign Mariah Carey, though. I would... I'm a lady. I did, every time I went to the store, <clears throat> including J. Crew. I would... Why? Why'd you have to specify that? <laughs> because I went to J. Crew to buy a suit, and it was for my wedding, and I signed... And I didn't really think that they looked at your signature. Like, you do it on the little pad. I didn't know it comes up on the screen. And he looks at me. He's like, well played. Well played. Because <gasps> I keep signing Mariah Carey. No! And he's like, wow. Okay. Leave it to a gay J. crew to call you on your bluff. I'm like, oh. Eh. Oh, well. <laughs> he's like, I like you anyway, though. <laughs> Go on, you. Go on. I'll see you at Soul Cycle. Bye, Mariah. <laughs> And up and back. So who went first last week? I did. Oh, oh, okay. Good. Because I want to lead right out of the gate with what I think is one of the finest moments. Bring it. Um, Read it. The title of this one is Necrophilia, Not Funny, Alice. <laughs> Already, aren't you excited? Yeah, I just lean in. Alice. And up and back. <laughs> Dear Ann Landers, I'm really sorry that you found my old... Oh, wait, let me start this again. <coughs> I got to get the right... Oh. Dear Ann Landers, I'm really sorry you found that old song of mine crude and offensive. Actually, Cold Ethel is just a harmless number about necrophilia. 
The point I want to make is that the kids are not bothered by this. Their parents are. The kids see the song gruesome. The kids see the song in gruesome antics, like with the guillotine, for exactly what it is. Satire done with a sense of humor to a rock and roll beat. Kids know I'm harmless. It's their parents that make me out to be some kind of monster. I would like to see you print this in your column, and sincerely, Alice Cooper. Oh. That's right. Wow. Alice Cooper released a song called Cold Ethel in 1979, and Ann Landis found it very offensive. So strange that she... She's very plugged in. I guess. And she's like, what are the kids listening to these days? Elise Cooper? Who's she? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alice. So she writes, dear Alice Cooper. Dear Alice Cooper, first of all, you started a... F- Dear Alice Cooper, you had to say the whole name. Let's be specific. Well, that's his name. It is his name, but like, you know how you have those friends? Like, I have a friend named Matt Fox. He's not Matt. He's Matt Fox. Mm-hmm. What does she say? Dear Alice Cooper, thank you for writing. For those who don't know what necrophilia is, it's sexual intercourse with someone who is dead. You can call it funny if you want to, Alice. I call it sick. I like satire as much as the next person, but chopping off heads and spurting blood all over the place is not my idea of entertainment. I caught your guillotine number in Chicago several years ago and almost lost my supper. Guess I'm an uncool cat. (laughs) You have in your group some exceptionally talented performers, and you're no slouch yourself, Alice. I just wish you'd clean up your act. Damn! That was it? That was it! I like that she's a little disappointed in him. For, well, a couple things. Number okay, one, I'm surprised, I'm surprised that there's a celebrity in her In her purview. Letters. Okay. Two. Oh, yeah, he reached out specific because I think that she took a shot at him. And this was before BuzzFeed and Twitter yeah. and all that, where you're like, how can I publicly ream somebody's yeah. ass? And she had to go out of her way to be like, this Alice Cooper. There's so much blood and anger and a and for the record, she caught his guillotine act in Chicago, which means that she she's like this. Alice Cooper is terrible. Is it guillotine or guillotine? Is it oh, guillotine? Guillotine, guillotine. Well, you're fancy French. Did you just school me? <laughs> I'm just questioning because I don't know. I killed a man with a guillotine in Muskegon. Up and back and down and front. Sip of water. Dancing queen. Um. So she 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 caught his show, which is kind of amazing. she's like, what is she? What is she like? At, she at the, the Drake show? in the Drake in Chicago, and she's like, what is that show? I'm going to step in there for a real quick second. Oh my god! You know, it's like the lady doth protest too much. First of all, every time she's like, this Alice Cooper is terrible. I'm going to take in his show. Maybe she's an emotional cutter like me. Whenever I'm like, this is a terrible idea. I'm no going to do it anyway. No one knew she was there. She's got like a, she's dressed as like Catwoman. She's, she's got, got like a, a mustache. Mask. <laughs> no, I think she goes like, drag. Zip. This is terrible. Zip. <laughs> she's like, I've got to take in this Alice Cooper show, but I can't risk anybody recognizing me. How do I put a wig over my wig? <laughs> How do I put a hat on this wig? Do we have a hat that can, that can, that can cover my wig. And she goes in with like a huge Stetson, just she, balancing on top of it. <laughs> she goes in as a nun. <laughs> no one will ever recognize me in this habit. But because her hair is so huge, it's like the nun's habit is six feet above her head. 
What's wrong with that nun? No That's one will know nun. it's even me. I'm so, going to put some lashes on. <laughs> does, does she, I mean, does she really think that the song's about necrophilia? Is it really? Oh, about it's about necrophilia. I guarantee it. it. Oh, you didn't, you didn't Google it? I didn't know because I, I'm not thorough in my research. Do people but, really sing about necrophilia? Well, in the 80s. Oh, wait, this was right before. So the 70s. Yeah. I think that he was edgy. He was like in the Ozzy Osbourne time, which means that he's probably currently touring right now. Well, isn't it just kind of farce? Like, I mean, would you really be like serious about it? Alice Cooper was always <clears throat> funny. Did you ever listen to any Alice Cooper? Remember when he was in Wayne's World? Look at me. I know. Who am I talking to? I just told you. I went to spray tan. (laughs) (laughs) You never listened to Alice Cooper, but you saw Wayne's World. Yeah, I loved him in Wayne's World. I think he's funny. He is funny. Yeah, he had that like you can't take your shit too seriously. That's like the other thing is like a lot of these people are actually like they know what they're doing. Obviously. Do you know what I mean? Like (laughs) they they know like famous otherwise. Well, I mean they know how to get like like do you think Madonna? Yeah. Yeah, like everything Madonna dummy. does, except for like in the last twenty years, when you're like, we got it. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I know Jesus. There's a horse out front. It's dead. Go Did anybody it. else shit their pants when she performed at the Super Bowl? And I was like, she's gonna die on those heels. This is the end of her. And then somebody lifted her, and they did. She did it like they basically threw Madonna cartwheel over them. And I oh, thought, yeah. this is where it happens. This is where we watch her die. It's like the this final, CrossFit. the final no. scene of Death Becomes Her when she like shatters when she falls yeah. down. <laughs> and it's just a rolling head. Do you remember where you parked the car? <laughs> yeah, at a certain point, don't you feel like? Yeah, they all know. Lady Gaga entirely knows what she's doing. Yeah, that's did why you it's watch now. any of the? Um, did you watch any of that Lady Gaga documentary? Yeah, I wanted to put my foot through the screen. Oh. Oh, here's some lyrics to Cold Ethel. Oh, so this is about necrophilia. That's what you just said. Uh, And Ethel is spelled E-T-H-Y-L. So like ethanol? But I'm sure that, yeah, like ethyl, like the, probably like a chemical that is probably used in preserving a body, I assume. And maybe Anne had a friend named Ethel who was distant. She's cold Ethel. Don't you tell me about cold Ethel. I went to elementary school with her. That bitch could freeze a fucking lake. Ethel. One thing I miss is cold Ethel and her skeleton kiss. We met last night. Oh, I can't say these words. I don't like these words. Why? Do you want me to read it? No, just these words. Oh, God, I got to say it. Ready? Okay. We met last night making love <laughs> by the refrigerator light. It's such a stupid phrase. Ethel, Ethel, let me squeeze you in my arms. Ethel, Ethel, come and freeze me with your charms. This is a total love story of yeah. him doing a dead body. And I don't see how this thing is offensive. But doing Anne. It doing it and doing it well. Hey, whatever works for you. What's <clears> your kink? <throat> One thing, no lie. Ethel's frigid as an Eskimo pie. Good for him. Work an Eskimo pie into that. I like an Eskimo pie. What is an Eskimo pie? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't know oh, okay. I don't know. It's it's a carb, so I'm not eating it. She's cool in bed. Well, she ought to be, because Ethel's dead. Yeah. This is fun. That, I mean, yeah. It's like Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo. Like, really, Anne? You got to lighten up on this one. But I like that she she does not find it funny at all, and she's really bristly about it, which makes <laughs> me wonder if that's what led to her divorce. She's kind of like Emily Latilla from <laughs> Skilled Around on uh, SNL. What's with all this violins on television? Ah! 
<laughs> Wait, it's what was the violence. name? Of, uh, violence. Oh. Anne's husband was named like Jules or Jules. something. What if she was like, I can't. Jules. Jules, there it is. Jules Letterer. What if she was like, Jules likes to sleep with dead ladies. And that is why after 36 years of marriage, we are getting a divorce. But I'm very happy. I'm very happy. I find no humor in this, Elise Cooper. <laughs> if that is your real name, I went to elementary school with Alice Cooper and she's a bitch too. <laughs> One thing it's true, cold Ethel, I am stuck on you and everything is my way. Ethel don't have much to say. <laughs> That's good. That's a good relationship. If they can't talk. That's really not a relationship then. Depends on who you ask. That's, that's uh, Anne talking about necrophilia to Alice Cooper. And the fact that the two of them are debating whether or not um, making love to a corpse is a good thing. Making love. Ew, stop. I really, I have to say ooh to that. I can't, I can't. I will never be okay with those words together. I think that, at, that Anne was uptight about this one. But again, she seemed completely out of touch or she's either uptight about this one or she secretly loves Alice Cooper because she caught his show in Chicago I and mean, that she could point to real it? specifics in this show and be like the Gilla guillotine bit. <laughs> it's a guillotine because I'm French. That's a point of clarification. Guillotine is French for guillotine. Boy. Watch out. I, I I I open up the guillotine and I say, you're a bitch. I'm going to make you my bitch. I'm going to put you in my mouth and then I'll swirl you around. When Aaron and Jim are making love. Oh, stop. Oh, God. Jim throws oh. down the guillotine. Oh, I need, to, I need to call my therapist. I'm actually getting itchy. It's like it's making yeah. me itchy. Well, maybe you've had bugs. I don't know. Oh, maybe I've got Could necro- be me. I just came through Pennsylvania. I got the necrophilia. Uh, hit me. Hit me with an iron line. Hit me oh, wait, with no. a wet cat. Hit me with dear Abby. Fire. All right. Hit me. Hit me. Oh, hit me with a dear Abby. Just hit me. Just hit me with it. Just Ooh. gently hit me. Just slap me. Let's okay. make love. Oh, I can't say it. I can't say it. And what we're, what we were saying before mm-hmm. of, you know, they're crazy and we're going to make fun of them. But people are actually looking for answers. Yes, they so. are. Here we go. Most, like, it's a half and half. Right. People are looking for answers, and I think some people are looking to get published. Sure. Okay, so. Or they're just schmucks. True. Okay. So I'll go with this one. Dear Abby, I and several friends have hit upon an idea for losing weight. This <laughs> whole cycle. First, this is Chicago Tribune. March 29th, 1978. Oh, you time-stamped it. Dear Abby, I and several friends have hit upon an idea for losing weight. As far out as it may seem, we pull our shades down, lock the doors, and then clean the house in the nude. We noticed overweight women do not tend to look at themselves in mirrors as much as slender women. Well, in cleaning house, which itself is exercise, we force ourselves to look at our bodies. Our only rule is... Try to keep the stomach muscles pulled in while cleaning. It's hard at first, but actually seeing the muscles tighten helps one to keep them taut after the body is clothed. Oh. Most of us have mirrors in every room. As we go from room to room cleaning, we can't help but come face to face with ourselves. This may sound crazy, but I promise it, it works if done in earnest. Signed, Austin. 
this is my biggest nightmare. This is this is it. You found like my Achilles heel is is nudity. Dear I'm so uncomfortable. Dear Austin quotes, which I don't understand why. I know why. Now, in addition, if you could arrange to watch yourselves eat, you may have had it made. P.S. <gasps> and should you decide to cook in the noon, do wear an apron while frying bacon. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, my God. Wait, wait. I, I want to go back to the first sentence of the answer. I um, Say that again. Now, in addition, if you could arrange to watch yourself eat, you may have had it made. That is a slap. That is a dig. <laughs> she is. That is not nice. She's that like, is. Listen, pig. <laughs> now sit in front of a mirror and watch, watch yourself, yourself shove eat a hamburger. Spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> That'll stop you in the nude. That'll turn How you off that your ice How does that look? You ever put tapioca pudding in your mouth while you're staring at yourself in the face? I love tapioca pudding. I'm not gonna lie, I do too. <laughs> I like right. things that are a weird texture. I like it that it's kind of like. Warm and cold at the same time. Yeah. And it tastes like you're probably eating someone's brain. It's everything. It's 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 neither here nor there. It's warm and cold. It's, it's not soft, but it's not hard. It's like it a has a taste, of, but it doesn't. It it's doesn't kind of like, like is it vanilla? It's kind of like you just <clears throat> swallowed yeah. a giant loogie and you're after like, hmm, you do I don't what? know what that is. Why was would that you? was that ketchup? Was that lime? What was no. that? I like things that don't provide resistance to my teeth. I'm really into yogurt. I'm really into puddings. Basically, I'm preparing myself for old age. Yeah. Yes, that's all. That's all. I want my mm, things blended. I love that chicken yogurt yeah. that Aaron just made. Anything that could just slide down my gullet without me having to use my teeth. Yeah, you like that? You like, like that? You, yeah. You bring it up to when, your nose and yeah, you say, you, hey, tapioca. When you and Jim are making love. <laughs> you just, you kind of handed it to you me. Put, you put the tapioca up to your nose and you say, are you hard or you're soft? I don't know. I don't even know I anymore. can't tell if you're hard or soft through this. I can't tell if you're food. vanilla or not vanilla. I feel like everything's a little bit vanilla. And I can smell the undertones of the vanilla in your face. You're a dirty tapioca, aren't Stupid, you? dirty ta- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to throw you down my throat gently, gently, <laughs> gently. So that's... Um, I, I, she sort of fat shames them sure. out of the gate, right out of. But the gate. then, what she she says? What's the next line after that? There was oh yes, if you're going to yes. cook, don't make bacon in the nude. Yeah, which I think is legitimate advice. Which is definitely, I mean, I've hurt myself many times. I would never cook naked. I wouldn't do anything. I don't even shower naked. I'm concerned about the girls that work at Hooters. Do they actually go in the kitchen because those shorts are basically like you they, squat and a tampon string comes out? Yeah, but no, they are wearing an industrial. Tank tight. Top? No, the tights, the shimmer tights underneath the shorts. They're wearing tights? Oh, those girls. Don't you notice that their legs are an entirely different shade than the rest of their body? You're like, why are you blind? shimmer tan? Oh, oh, this is this is the best way for you to find out. The girls at Hooters wear tights that are a whole different color than the rest of their skin. <laughs> and I'm talking like I've seen a very, very white, very blonde girl with like a number five tight on. And I was like, that saint tan from the waist down is not your skin. They're wearing tights. And this was the best way for you to find out. And for me to make fun of you for being, color, for being colorblind. Wow. I'm going to make fun of you for being colorblind for the rest of your life. Everybody does. I don't see color. Everybody sees color. No, I really don't. No, I really don't. 
Squapa. But I don't see color. That was for Jim. I just want to piss him off yeah. at this point. So a couple uh, things that I have a couple questions about this woman, Austin's question. Like, is she cleaning by herself? Is she cleaning? Does she have a, is it a cleaning crew? Thank you. This was my first question because she kept saying we. Like, right. this is a group of people who are in her house. Or is it like a Tupperware party? Like, ladies, what we should do to get in shape is, like, let's all go home and clean, lock our doors and blah, blah, blah. Or is it like, let's all go to my house because I'm a filthy, filthy woman. Take our clothes off. Everyone take your clothes off and let's go room to room. Oh, a cleaning party. But, but here, like, it helps if you're naked. How about let's go back to like last week when it's like, I'm going to close my door for that and lock it. But when my husband is at his house with his friends and they're dressed in clothes, he's going to leave the doors wide open and all the windows open. Yeah. Do you see? Anyway. Do you see? She's like, I'm not wearing a dress. That's because my husband is two doors over for his Poconos gathering. I'm, just, I'm completely naked, just windexing the windows. Meanwhile, all of my friends are coming over and we're taking our bras off. What a nightmare. What a night. I, I hate the idea of being naked so much. Why would I ever? And the idea is that you catch yourself in a mirror, but then I'd be like, you know when you sit shiva and they cover up all the mirrors with sheets? Mm-hmm. I would shiva my house. Oh my God. I, did we did we break this one apart enough? I think we did. It had to do with and bacon. We didn't talk about bacon. Do we need to talk about bacon? You mean the splatter? Oh, the splatter. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine cleaning naked and then just like the ow? The like, cleaning naked party really confuses me because I want to know about the we. Is this? A, it's a movement. I think it's. I you know I think it's probably. There's a group of women that they want to get fit. In 1978. But wasn't Jane Fonda around yet? Not really. She was 80s. And she was very clothed. She had the unitard with the belt in the middle. I mean, what was that all about? Those were the 80s. Oh, my God. My mother always worked out to Jane Fonda. Wouldn't you just be really warm? I'd be, like, I am always warm. If I had to wear, like, a full bodysuit and a belt and leg warmers and shoes and a headband and, like, full bead of makeup and Mm -hmm. earrings. That's my dream come true right there. (laughs) I'm perpetually frozen, so... Dumb. To work out with like a knitwear on my joints. Like a pashmina. Oh, yes. That's like, that's the way to work out. Women's workout world. Oh, you know what? I feel like we need to keep with the sexy theme. <clears throat> yeah. So let me take my shirt off. And this was, this really drew me in because this was the title of the whole, and it was very big, bold uh, print at the very top of the page. Query about love in the afternoon. Dear Ann Landers. I am 30, married, and the mother of two children. I don't know who else to turn to, so please come up with some help. My husband, Eddie, lost his job over a year ago, and if he doesn't find something soon, it's going to be the end of our marriage. Not because he's not working. Hold on. Hmm. Because of this. And I have to say the words again. He wants to... Make love every afternoon because the best TV shows are on at night and he wouldn't want to miss them. (laughs) The problem is the only place he can really get satisfied is on the living room couch. I can't understand it because the couch is narrow and lumpy. The bed is much more comfortable. Also, I'm afraid the kids will get up from their naps and walk in on us. In the open living room. (laughs) Please come up with a solution, Anne. I think the man is a little off his rocker, but I don't dare tell him because he has a short temper and I hate to cross him. I hope our friends aren't cleaning the house. <laughs> Everybody orgy. come over. I need you to, to sandblast our living room. 
Don't go near that couch with a black light. It's narrow and it's lumpy, but it gets the job done. This is signed Emma in Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. Here's the best part about this response. Are you ready? Anne doesn't even say, dear Emma, dear Poughkeepsie. We're just coming right out of the gate with a response. Ready? Mm-hmm. Move the couch into the bedroom. <laughs> She's very That's practical. That's it. That's all. Wow. That's all you're getting. That is literally all in. I'll move the couch into the bedroom. Stupid. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> What I get 3,568 <laughs> other letters to, to respond to, and here's the solution. Move the couch into the bedroom. I don't know. Is that where he gets off? So be it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that she didn't even argue the other points about this guy, that he would that he can only do it in the afternoon because the best TV shows are on at night, which, by the way, I think is a very good pitch. Well, do you do know there, there was a slogan called Love in the Afternoon? I uh, think it was for... Um, uh, soap operas. Slogan? Yeah, love in the afternoon. Meaning you can have sexy time in the afternoon. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, because it was for soap operas. Oh, love so in, like you in tune in in the afternoon so you can see. But love that's making, for like the housewives of the them. 1950s who, who weren't This was the in the 80s. It's like the original Harlequin romance novel. I like that. Yeah. I found my grandfather had a Harlequin romance novel in his closet when I was a kid filled with pictures. And it was like, what? Then that's <laughs> what? That's is porn. This? That's not a Harlequin romance novel. Well, if it had pictures, it I don't. What I mean, it's fine. It was like a, I don't know. I liked it. I've recorded five or six Harlequin romance novels, audiobooks. Which is strange because you don't like to be naked and you don't like to say making. I know it's really pushed me to my limits, which yes. is awesome. And because they pay, I say yes. Oh. If you're paying me to say the ML combination, that's fine. But very rarely do they say that kind of stuff. Do you know Whitney Houston said that in the Diane Sawyer interview? Ew! Why? Like, what was you, the situation? It was like, um, what was the question? It was like, what are you guilty of or what do you like to do? And she's like, or what are you addicted to? So what are you addicted to? She's like, making love. <gasps> and you could just see like Diane Sawyer being like... <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Get me a bag! Oh God! Oh my God! Did cut, Diane Sawyer cut? Cut! cut. <laughs> Did she grab her pearls? <laughs> she grabbed her purse and threw up. Eventually. I'm okay. But she I was all okay. business at first. She went. She's like she shaking was like, her hands and putting her head. I'm just gonna put my head. <laughs> My head between my knees and just like just you gotta roll, sound roll, like roll, Diane roll. Sawyer though. So when she says it, she's like, "That is that's a very insightful answer, Whitney." <laughs> if you're Diane Sawyer, how do you throw up? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it. This is Diane Sawyer. This is my Diane Sawyer throwing up. <laughs> that's all. So move the couch into the bedroom. Next letter. She's genius. She is. She she cut right to the chase. She didn't. And I think this woman wanted more of a solution to why this guy is A, unemployed, and B, only likes to do it in the afternoon because TV is good at night. And you know what? I got to say, I stand by this guy. <laughs> that's, that's good thinking because Game of Thrones is back on the air and each episode is about 5.2 hours. I've never seen an episode. <sighs> it's really okay. I'm I mean, like, it's okay that you haven't. Don't. I know I'm I'm confident in that. Oh, okay. As long as you are good with you. No, I'm fine. Aaron. I'm not one of those people. I've been faking my way through at least three seasons to be like blood, dragons, right? Yeah. Right? I'm not interested. Neither am I. 
I'm not interested in that, Lord of the Rings or any of that. <gasps> well, now I now this is where we split. I was That's way fine. into Lord of the Rings. Six guys chasing after jewelry. Mm. What's not to like? That's, uh, I think that's Queer Eye. It pretty much is. You're right. You just explained the the description for Queer Eye is the exact same description (laughs) as Lord of the Rings. Six friends. How do we sell this to straight guys who (laughs) live at home with their parents? Six guys go into the woods looking for jewelry. (laughs) Yes, honey. Oh my God. Yes. You look so fierce in that French talk, Gollum. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this guy with his eye, it's just one big eye and he looks out over us all the time. <laughs> Use some mascara on your eye, Hanny. <laughs> I love that we've just stumbled upon <laughs> the description on your TV uh, is the exact same for Lord of the Rings like, as it is minute, for Queer that's Eye. That's weird. Huh. Queer Eye, six guys looking for jewelry. Lord of the Rings, six guys looking for jewelry. That's odd. That's right. a lazy copywriter. I know. He's like, good enough, cut and paste. <laughs> All right, what you got next? What you got? March 31st, 1970, Chicago Tribune. Dear Abby, I'm a 30, I am 32, a professional man. <laughs> I'm a professional man. You are so good at being a professional man. <laughs> That's like, that's like I get paid to be a guy. That's like one of those captions on The Bachelor. Like, He's a professional, professional man. Fifty-two professional man. I've been being a man since I was thirteen. Professional breather. This is Becky. She's a professional breather. It's really good. She um, also likes exhaling. How is it any different from being an influencer? Oh, don't. I'd rather swallow this pencil. I'm a professional sideways. man. <laughs> I'm 32, a professional man, and have never been married. <laughs> I recently became attracted to a very pretty girl who works at a fast food counter, and I can tell that she liked me. How? I asked for six pieces of fish, and she gave me eight. The next day, she gave me change for a $5 bill when I gave her a dollar. <gasps> I just think she's dumb. <laughs> Let me finish. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) After talking to her today, I found out that she's only a junior in high school. (gasps) Could I get into any trouble if I asked her out? (sighs) I read that Dostoevsky married an 18-year-old when he was 50, and they had a wonderful marriage. I need your answer before I can make any moves. Signed, Bill. Because Dostoevsky is your litmus test for what's the right thing to do. Dear Bill. Never mind what Dostoevsky did. That was a hundred years ago. The schoolgirl to whom you are attracted to can't count or she's giving her boss's store away. If you're planning any quote unquote moves, I'd advise you to move in the direction of a girl closer to your own age. Now, this is the type of shit that I want this to fucking read. We're getting like, in it. Yeah. This is like, let me tell you something, Bill. An old Russian all, is not your ideal for who you want to friggin' be. And what fucking fast food counter are you going to where you're ordering six pieces of fish? <laughs> Jesus' fish market? What is this? Charlie Chaplin screwed a fetus. <laughs> you shouldn't aspire to be him. She's like, she's like, she's dumb as shit, Bill. Also, what the fuck do you care? Why do you want to be with her? next sentence would be like, by the way, where is this fish market? Because I want some free salmon. She's giving shit away. I'm going to order two pounds of shrimp and come home with six. I'm sitting shiva. A $5 bill when I gave her a dollar. 
Oh, wow. She's just bringing down the national curve. Yeah. That's fantastic. Finally, Abby gets a friggin' spine and is like, you stupid idiot. She's, <laughs> I like that it. the guy picks an old Russian to be like, ah, that's what I should be. Yeah. If it was good enough for him, why isn't it good enough for me? Yeah. Buddy Holly married his cousin. That wasn't Buddy Holly. Uh-oh. Fact check. Who married uh, his cousin? Uh, oh, wait. No, it was um, not Buddy Holly. You're right. Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis married his cousin. Why can't it be good enough for me? Right. Do you like that little flyaway I did? Yeah. So like we that. can cut yep. and paste it. <laughs> yeah, that's Yes. I don't mind what profession you really do. But if I'm at a fish counter. And you're a professional man. <laughs> professional man. <laughs> I think I could probably tell if you're a junior in, in what high school. Junior in high school. What year was this? 70 something? 78. I don't know. Could we? Yeah. Should I, we? Was I really living at that point where I could? I was. Okay. I was two. I could probably fucking you were tell a fetus. at that point. Yeah, you'd like, be like, that chick is too young. She's in high it. school. Ding dong. Listen, Dostoevsky. Listen, Bill, professional man. I literally have to look up Dostoevsky now to see what, oh, look, it came up right away because you know why? My computer is listening to me. Fyodor Dostoevsky, Wikipedia. See, I can do Russian. Mm. Like a Russian accent. I'm going to put you near my nose, fish girl. Oh, Gross. It smells like salmon. Thanks for tuning in uh, to Making Love with Dostoevsky. <laughs> <laughs> You've reached Making Love with Stop it. I will never, ever. I will never in this life. We're just about to vacuum and. Uh, We're, we've got some bacon. <laughs> we've got some bacon. On the, on the stove bacon on the stove. Yeah. We're about to. Uh, so come on over. Take your pants off. <laughs> We're about to make donuts on the, uh, on the stove here. Watch out! Ooh, watch out! That's actually out. we're gonna have to uh, cancel that, and I have to take Erin to the hospital now. She got some. That's uh, fine because you know, drop me off on the way to your Soul Cycle class because I heard that they don't have seats anymore. They've replaced them with skewers, and I'm gonna wish you the right. best of luck for up that. And down, and wipe the blood, and up, and, and down. down, and Dostoevsky to the left and right, and, and fish, up. and five dollars equals one and one. Does this feel like a narrow, lumpy couch? <laughs> well, let's move it into the lobby. <laughs> God, I think that's enough for us today. Jesus, uh, God. I think yeah. I can't even imagine. Listen, if you like us, rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you download your podcast. The iTunes, the Spotify, the SoundCloud. Does anything that begins with an S. Basically, if you like us, rate, review, and subscribe. And if you and don't, if you don't, just wait. Making love. Making love with Aaron Patrick. <laughs> I can't. I'll never. Pineapple Ranch. I, Jim doesn't like when we scream into the mics. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna hit me? You're gonna edit it out. What are you gonna hit me? What are you gonna hit me? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna hit me? You wanna hit me? You gonna hit me? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna hit me? Go ahead, go ahead, hit me. I'm gonna call the cops. Go ahead, yeah. No, no, no. Leave a mark. Leave a mark. I didn't walk into a wall. What are you gonna do, Jimmy? What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. I'm scared. What are you gonna hit me? You're gonna hit my nose. I'm down. Take a shot at me right now. Up and down. That's okay. Can you know what? I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. And then I'm gonna go into a soul cycle class and I'm gonna confess to my sins. Scene.